mountaintop Burning like a silver flame The summit of beauty and love Andrea is her name She's got us Yeah baby, she's got us I am Andrea I'm your fire with your desire Welcome back, Galactic Groovers. Today, I'm going to talk to you about whether or not you may be an astral knot. I'm sure I'm not the first person to coin that phrase. I would imagine it's been said plenty of times. But I've noticed in the spiritual communities and various uh, pages I follow and different things going on in the collective energy about that a lot of people are sharing feelings and physical I hate to say symptom because that implies like an illness of some sort it's not really a symptom it's just a, a an effect of the experience that you're having so I will be right back to go deeply into that and I'm so excited to be talking about this it's something I've been wanting to do for a while and for some reason I was being held back from it a little bit and I think it was because I needed more of the picture for myself personally before I could share it with others but I feel like it might be helpful to some of you who are newer to awakening to this and maybe starting to become consciously aware of your astral not training (laughs) so let's get into it You may be an astronaut if you have a feeling of pressure in your ears or in your head, kind of like a headachey feeling, a buzzy, vibratory feeling in your body, um, joint uh, pains, kind of loosey-goosey, maybe hurting out of nowhere, like that feeling like, huh, what happened? I didn't twist my ankle. Why do my ankles hurt? Or why do my feet hurt? Why do my knees hurt? Why does my shoulder hurt? Um, That's a complicated answer, but I'm going to attempt to explain it. But in short, I think many are starting to experience the physical effects and the conscious awareness of astral knot training, which is essentially being uh, taken astrally in your sleep in the beginning when you're not aware of it and being uh, taken on a journey out of your body up through the levels of dimensions um, sometimes as high as 12d uh, not usually at first I think it's kind of like um, like anything where you take baby steps training so maybe you're going up to 8d and 9d in your sleep Uh, but much like deep sea diving or going up in an airplane or being in zero gravity or astronaut training on earth where you are in the centrifuge and it's spinning you around and 
all of these things have uh, an effect on the physical body. And the more you become consciously aware of your astronaut training and of your travel, then the more you are integrating the light into the flesh. We are learning how to exist multidimensionally so that our consciousness is sort of spread out through the auric layers. Uh, some people call it a Merkaba, some people call it a Taurus, some people, uh, you know, call it the layers of your auric field. Um, for me, it's just a big rose quartz pink bubble that I exist in and um, I have been working on my own uh, expanding that out and pulling it back in but I'm going to take you back to when I was a small child and I first had the awareness of leaving my body and the feelings of that happening and what it felt like um, it would be as I was falling asleep, I would start to have a visual experience, uh, in my field of vision with my eyes closed where it was like, a um, you know, a wavy portal, trippy looking thing, maybe wormhole-ish. We have so much more imagery now than I had when I was a little kid. I know when I was small, to me, it felt completely natural. I didn't realize I was doing anything that other people maybe didn't do or didn't know they were doing. Um, it felt just like uh, my essence, my muse energy, my light would just blip out of my body and go travel around. But while I would be um, leaving and then entering, re-entering my body, it felt like... Uh, kind of a disorienting uh, <laughs> dysmorphia where it's like a cartoon. It would, it would feel like a cartoon where my limbs would be expanding and shrinking and um, my body would be, you know, giant and then tiny. And, and um, all of those feelings are an effect of what it feels like to go between the dimensions and to travel up to higher levels of consciousness and dimensional reality. Now, if you think about what happens to your physical body with, um, you know, earth activities that are subject to gravity or non-gravity, uh, all of those things affect our human 3D earth body structurally. It puts pressure on your joints and your musculature. Um, it can make you nauseous, headachy. Uh, one of the things I've been starting to notice as my consciousness seems to be at a like a, a baseline setting of 60, 70 right now, where that's kind of where most of my essence is hanging hanging out. Um, if you think of it like a pie, you know, or like a, a percentage, so 100% of yourself is spread out among these 12 layers of the dimensional cake uh, at any given point. And um, the more uh, spread out you are, the more your physical body 
becomes kind of a different experience. Um, so if you are not consciously aware of this happening yet, being here and listening to this probably will bring it into your awareness. Um, the biggest thing I can say about it is don't be afraid of this experience and don't be worried that you're going to fly off into uh, somewhere and not come back and don't be worried that you're not doing it right. We are all being supported in this training and physical expansion and integration of these dimensions in order to be in a physical body and also travel back and forth to this consciousness and be able to uh, exist with conscious awareness of them. So for instance, you know, whereas before this all happened to me, I was maybe existing um, where like 50% uh, of me is in the earth 3D reality and then parts of me are kind of spread out over the next four or five layers up. Uh, I was fortunate to never really forget any of this, but when I was a small child, as soon as I got old enough to express to my grandmother what was happening, um, she was concerned that I was going to fly off to somewhere and not come back. So she did some things um, ceremonially that kind of grounded me a little bit. And it took me a long time to be able to kind of undo that and have full movement in the dimensional realms again. And it's really only recently that I've felt this shift where now I'm like maybe 20% on the earth plane and then 80% of me is spread out amongst those other layers of the dimension cake. So when you're having that experience, what I've been feeling, it's the weirdest thing. It's like all my body looks smaller to me than it actually is. It's like a weird sensation where I'll put on my shoes and I'm getting dressed and everything. And I feel as though I am looking at my feet from a much higher viewpoint than my actual physical reality on earth that I'm used to. So these are all some things that you might experience, could be experiencing. And uh, if you are, congratulations, because it is really awesome and it gets fun the more you do it. Um, however, like anything, uh, if we start a new physical workout program here on earth, we all know that if we um, decide we're going to go run five miles after sitting on the couch for a year, we're probably going to feel horrible. So it's important as you're going through this to be allowing yourself more rest when you're feeling these physical effects. It means that your physical body your, is integrating the light. It is integrating these higher dimensions into your physical structure. Our wiring, which is connected to through our spine uh, and intertwined with everything, honestly, um, that is all being upgraded, assimilated, integrated. Um, those layers are starting to merge together and become one 
uh, fluid entity that you have access to. So as you are doing this, when you start to feel the physical effects, it just means you're going to need more rest and you need to really focus on the five things most of us need to thrive, uh, sleep, nourishment, and this doesn't have to be any particular special kind of nourishment. I know that in the spiritual community, we sometimes like to get hung up on the idea that we all have to be vegan or we all have to be paleo or we all have to be juice fasting or whatever it is. Um, the best thing that you could be doing is to just uh, do what feels good for your body because that's going to differ for all of us. It is a very personal thing. And once you get to a certain level of dimensional awareness and consciousness, um, you can start manipulating that to be whatever you want it to be. And you sort of become uh, a little like some of our, our, our literary and movie images of uh, heaven where, you know, you can eat what you want and never gain weight, gain weight, those kinds of things. Maybe not in extreme or excess, but who knows? Maybe that's the reality you're going to create for yourself. Uh, so you need to be nourishing yourself. You need to be hydrated. Minerals are very important. Uh, salt baths help a lot, especially with the uh, joint pains and muscular skeletal things that you may feel that you're not used to feeling, um, mindfulness, which you're probably already doing, but even a minute of just focused breathing is enough mindfulness to count and, uh, move your body. It doesn't have to be extreme. It can just be, you know, a little bit of stretching. I checked out a yoga thing today because I've had a weird injury this week that I've been working with. Um, and she actually has bed yoga. So you can really get some kind of movement in no matter how uh, physically diminished you feel in capacity at the present moment. But the biggest thing is you really need to surrender to the rest. Uh, you need to surrender to the physical effects that you're feeling on your body and know that it is temporary and that it is about flexing and strengthening a muscle and learning new skills. Uh, lean into it. And now that you're aware that you may be an astronaut, you can start thinking as you're falling asleep uh, of where you would like to go or ask a question or um, maybe there's somebody who's crossed over that you'd like to communicate with or there's a planet you want to visit or a realm or don't limit yourself. Anything you can imagine can be. And that is what is the most exciting thing about this leaving your body. Um, with regard to boundaries, uh, I know we, we worry about being intrusive. Like for instance, readers, we always get permission before we do a reading for someone. We're not going to just pull cards and say, Hey, here you go. Um, sometimes we might get a message that specifically gives us the name of a person and say, Hey, listen, I got a message. If you want me to tell you, I will, but if not, that's great too. 
But what I found with the astral travel is that if you find yourself uh, in someone's space that is, you know, presently incarnated on Earth and you are remote viewing or you are communicating with them in the liminal space, that is with their consent. You can't just go force yourself on someone um, at least not without dark arts and a lot of negative energy. And I don't think any of you who are here are in danger of doing that. But, um, you know, this should never be used to, uh, invade someone's privacy or, um, assert your will on someone or go spy on somebody. But if you, you know, ask, I need to like, say you're having, um, you're having a feeling of mistrust with somebody you can ask as you're going to sleep or in a meditation to astrally travel. You can ask to talk to their higher self and, you know, work this out and then you are getting their permission and you can communicate that way. But, uh, any intuition, you know, that you have about the situation is usually, um, yours that you need to see and you don't necessarily need to share that or uh try to insert yourself into someone else's dreams or whatnot but as you um get more aware and conscious of this and more adept at it you can even practice with people that you know um you can meet with people who you are separated geographically in a liminal space that you kind of create together and meet in in a different dimensional existence and layer which is really very cool it's kind of like to me a new virtual reality internet <laughs> like cosmic social media <laughs> but um Oh, let's see. A couple of other things you might be experiencing. Some people start to notice in their waking state that things are shimmery or glittery or there's like a, a web of um, a light grid over things or things maybe shape shift in front of your eyes. Those kinds of things may start to happen. Uh, one of the dimensions is about... Um, time manipulation or time transcendence being able to experience time in a different way and in a non-linear way so I think some of that uh, comes in when we start experiencing this expanded consciousness uh, also you become more and more aware of your co-creation with everything and if you uh, have this awareness you will find that you're getting more and more examples of where your thoughts uh, bring about exactly what you need and also maybe where your thoughts uh, remind you that it doesn't do you any good or serve you well to have um, a thought about something you don't want <laughs> or giving attention to things you don't want because they will certainly come also. Um, I still get reminded through different experiences sometimes and what I continue to find and um, 
there's a lot of different people who talk about this. Of course, there's Jess Reed and Noah Lampert and um, many people talk about manifestation. But what I find for me personally is that um, it is instant and I need to, in a situation, say, say my car breaks down. And at the moment, I perhaps do not have the cash I need for that sitting in the bank or um, maybe I'm broken down on the side of the road and there's some kind of circumstance where this could turn out really badly. And kind of what happens in my brain, it's as though I scan every possible scenario and it includes, you know, some of the crappy ones. Um, or the more painful lessons, let's put it that way, more difficult. And I find the best one, and that's the one that I assume is going to happen. And I don't necessarily have it programmed in my head where the money's going to come from, how I'm going to get, my, I'm going to get my car off the side of the road, or any of those details. But I just have the feeling of this is going to work out for my best interest, and then it does. And that happens over and over and over. Um, and the only time that doesn't work for me is when I get brought down into some kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an energetically weakened state where uh, my seven chakras aren't all lit up and working and... Um, I start to lose the five little light balls above my head that are the dimensions above 70. Um, as that weakens, which can happen from um, not doing the five things to thrive, not resting and surrendering to rest when I need to, uh, not abstaining from too much worldly input like the news and social media and different things when I allow those things to creep in then I am much more susceptible to choose the crappy scenario in my head and sure enough that's what I get um, now this isn't to say if you are in a bad situation at the moment that it is your fault this isn't about blame it is about um, learning and growth and um, a lot of it is surrender and that's such a hard concept especially if you've been in a maybe a traditional religious background that that didn't serve you well or made you feel victimized by it um, the idea of surrender can sound like you're giving up or like you're turning over your power to something else, but really you're surrendering to faith in yourself that you can bring what you need and that you are co-creating with the universe in harmony and that all good things will come to you. That doesn't mean that sometimes the methods by which they come won't seem like a big old shitstorm, to be frank. But I promise you that at the end of those tower moments, as a lot of us call them, where it seems like your world is falling apart, uh, very swiftly, if you surrender to the experience of that and just go limp, as Jessa Reed says, and take the hit, um, you rebound and wind up in a 
more secure, more harmonious place than you were before. So I hope that this helps some of you who are starting to go through this and can um, allow you to just go with it, not be so concerned about controlling it or um, giving yourself a hard time. If you like last weekend, I, I was just depleted. I was so depleted and I wound up sleeping almost 36 hours in a row. I got up here and there to drink and eat and, uh, you know, use the restroom. And then I would just go right back out. And usually that's a combination of I'm having deep downloads and my body needs to recuperate. Um, I really needed more rest. But Monday, a situation came up where I kind of had to put on the superhero cape and do a whole lot. And that um, depleted me some more so that I allowed an injury to come into my body. However, uh, this injury led to some other discoveries, which I'm still working on, but I'll be excited to talk about that. I've looked up a bunch of charts about our spine, the vertebra, um, the crystals associated with them and the life lessons associated with them. And all of this ties together to, um, an ability to use the pains that we have from this light integration into our body as clues to what it is that we're working on, uh, on a spiritual, emotional, intellectual manifestation level, as well as how our body is upgrading. And it seems like the more we learn how to connect these dots and connect all the layers of our cake uh, with these themes that we're experiencing, the faster and easier this process seems to go. I feel like I just whoo, laid that all out really hard and fast, but it's what's coming through. And so I'm going to go with it. And I hope that you all have a wonderful time astral nodding. And if any of you would like to ask me any questions about that, feel free to hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, or in my email. Uh, that is all available in the show notes and it's all grooving goddess. So it makes it pretty easy. Um, there's an airplane flying over <laughs> speaking of astral nodding. Uh, oh gosh, we'll see if I need to edit that out at all because that plane wanted to go over right as I was wrapping this up, but just remember to keep taking care of yourselves and rest as much as you possibly can. Try not to take on any big projects if you don't have to. While you're going through this, it will make the process uh, go much easier if you surrender to it and don't try to fight it in some way, as in needing to cure yourself or fix yourself in some fashion. And uh, I look forward to hearing about your stories of astral nodding. Maybe you could uh, leave me a voice message at anchor about your travels or send me an email or DM or PM or any of those forms. Heck, send me an owl if you can figure that out. That would be fun, wouldn't it? 
at any rate, I'm excited for all these changes coming to our Earth existence because it's only going to make things better for all of us. Much love. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. In other words, please hold my hand. Yeah. In other words, universe, please lift me. Fill my heart with song and let me sing forevermore oh you were all i long for all i worship and adore in other words baby please be true in other words i love you fly me to the moon let me play among the stars let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars, oh yeah, and other ones.